The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership, here in beautiful Carrollton, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here. Sitting over there is Bob Saget. Nice. Bob Saget is one of the great, like, conundrums of comedy because, of course, he was on Full House, and most people know him from Full House. Yeah, most people know him for being Danny Tanner. Right. Oh, Danny Tanner. I've forgotten his name. The Tanner family. Sweet old Danny Tanner. But... He's also one of like the most if you listen to his raunchy stand- comedians ever. Oh my god! Yeah, it is horrifying. Yeah, it's just it's it's he is he is a comedian who he's funny. I want to be very clear. I think he's funny, but like he gets a lot of laughs based on just being vulgar. Yes, which is very unlike Danny Tanner. That's true. And I think my cans are dead. Oh well. Whoa, Corey Hogan in the house. Yeah. Nice. I, What's I, up, I Corey? My, yeah, I think my my headphones are dead. I can't figure them out. Are they plugged in? Oh, no. That might be part of the problem. Are they not? They're not. <laughs> Remember? Because we unplugged them. Yeah. Oh, that's be a fair, way, better, that's a be way fair, better solution. They might still not work. They may still not work. Let's yeah. be clear. But at least we have... I'm going to switch to the single cam while identified I attempt to something. fix them. I'll, I'll introduce our, our show today. <laughs> Guys, it's magazine season, and so we, we haven't slept much. And so this... Sh- the show is we really shouldn't be doing a show, but the show's going going off the rails early. Um today is Thursday, May seventeenth, two thousand and eighteen, one hundred and eighty nine days until Thanksgiving. Episode five fifty eight, five fifty eight. Fergie Jenkins has earned runs uh, as a Texas Ranger. Uh hundred and ninety seven games. Uh from nineteen seventy four to nineteen eighty one. Uh there's still no snare in my headphones, but in any case we'll figure it out. On today's show, guys. Or we won't. Or we Oh, wait. Up, oh, up, up, up. There we go. I can hear me. You're good. Oh, fantastic. Good. Right. That's big because on today's show, guys, <laughs> beginning we're going to talk about 3A Division 2, Region 1 and 2. We're going to continue our regional look aheads. But then back half of the show, I need to be able to hear our guest, our special yeah, guest. That would be good. The head coach of your Winona Wildcats, Coach Keelan Kincaid, will join us. We're going to talk to him about his Wildcats, uh, who had a fantastic 2016 and then a Pretty good 2017. I think they were pretty pleased with how things went out there in uh, in um, Wildcat country. Uh, you know, making the playoffs, but I know they're they're hungry for more this year. Um, so we're going to talk with him, and we're also going to talk about him. I believe he'll be the first NFL Europe player we've ever had on the show. So excited to talk. I know. Uh, we've coach. had a lot of people on the show. Are you 100% sure about that? No. Yeah. I'm not 100% you sure about You shouldn't be. Anything. Yeah. So that's coming up here back half the show. Max, time's for America's favorite game show. Is Tepper a jerk? 
Where the answer is always yes. Not true. Last time we played this game, you were not a jerk. I Consensus th- was you were not a jerk. I also think I have a pretty good shot of winning this appeal as well. Oh, see, now you're doomed. No, I really am. Yeah. So, it's magazine season, as we mentioned, so we are up late. I was, I don't know what, uh, you logged off of Gchat, like, and I didn't even notice. Like, 1230? Somewhere around there. I went Sometime up, between midnight and 1230. I found a stopping point at 1 and went to bed. So, but this is par for the course. We're up late. The result, as I've mentioned before, big guy, big coffee guy. Yeah. Go out 9.30 to go get a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Half of these stories are you at Starbucks. Maybe you should just stop going to Starbucks. Half of them are at Starbucks. So, pull up. It's late. Coffee's not even good. They close in 30 minutes. Pull up to the the drive-thru. I'm the only one in the line. Pull up to the box. I can hear the microphone of the headset is on. Yeah. Because I can hear, like, clanging and stuff yeah. like that. I pulled in, and it was 9.27. I remember looking at the clock. It was 9.27. They closed at 9.30? No, it closed at 10. Oh, okay. Closed at 10. Um, I wouldn't do that. That's a jerk move. Mm. That is temper being a jerk move. But, in any case. So, we, uh, I, 9.27, I pull up. They don't say anything. They don't say, can't take your order or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of 928 comes. I say, okay, if it gets to 929, I'm going to say something. Right. 929 comes. They mm-hmm. don't say anything. I'm about to lean and go like, hello. But then I hear like a, a, a rustling on the other end. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, here they come. Here, here they, they come. come. Here they no. Come. Nothing. It happens again. They, yeah. There's a little rustling, so I hold off. I don't say anything. Yeah. Eventually, though... It's 9.29. Mm-hmm. I've been there for at least, like, it could have just been the last minutes of 9.20. Last thing, 9.20. I've been there for at least a minute and a half. Yeah. So I say, hello. And they go, oh, hi, hello. You know, or uh, like, yeah. oh, hi, sorry for the wait. Can I, you know, what can I get for you? My question is, Max. Yeah. Did I wait long enough or is Tepper a jerk? How long, what is the statute of limitations for waiting at a, a drive-thru. Here's the problem with this story. Mm-hmm. It's purely anecdotal, and your sense of time may be off. I, I promise you I was looking at the clock. 9.27 to 9.29. So at I'm least gonna... one full minute. I'm throwing out a flyer here. This is We're just making let the record show that your sense of time is your sense of time and no one else's sense of time. No. I'm not accusing you of anything, but I am saying we all tend to. But a clock is a clock. Maybe. A clock is, an, is a neutral a arbiter is, of time. The clock in my truck runs fast, so I have to change it every now and then. So all I'm okay. saying is, so, all I'm saying. Let's, let's say for the sake of argument yeah, that I waited at least 60 seconds. Ooh, Corey Hogue makes a good point. Why aren't you just ordering from the app so it's ready when you arrive? Because I'm, I'm... Sorry, man. Hogue's the pumpkin. mad scientist. No, he no. knows what he's doing. Back assuming, to the original point. Assuming, assuming I waited one full minute, did I wait the allotted time at the drive-through that I could say something? One or full minute. Like let's just let's just say I, I think it was longer than a minute, but yeah. let's just say at a minimum of a minute. And there's nobody else in line. Nobody else in line. You're the only one there. Not a jerk. Not a jerk. I didn't think so. Not a jerk. I thought I waited long enough. Now, are you a jerk for having half of these stories always happen at Starbucks? Yes. If there were another coffee place around, I'd go. I don't think that makes it okay. What, do I go get 7-Eleven coffee? Why don't you just make coffee at home, man? Because sometimes I like to get out of the house. 
Why? Do you know what 25% of all Americans spend uh, at least 23 hours a day inside? Do you know that 25% of all road accidents that are fatal happen within three miles of the home? I just made that up. Yeah, you made that but, up. But how great would that be? Do you know what 60% of statistics are made are completely up? completely made up? It's true. I don't know. Anyway. Most of our guys, there's, you know, Robert Wolf's like, you wait that long just to drink garbage? Again, I agree. I agree. John, I'm not saying John I like Vilo, it, but I'm saying that it, but it's, it's, it's jet in your, fuel. In your defense, John Velo says, very patient. That I was very so. patient of you. Thank you. Yeah. Ruling. So, so now I think you have to go to a comfort football game this year. Comfort's far away, man. Uh, they don't play on Thursday nights. That's the problem for you. Nights. You can't go unless or it's on Saturday Friday nights. nights. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You can only go to Thursday and playoffs. Saturday games. But yeah, they need to make a deep playoff run. Make a deep playoff run. I'll go. There you go. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For our better booking of the show, we'd have Coach Kalen Kincaid on tomorrow when we're talking about Region 3, where his Wyoming Wildcats play. Nah, this is still better. 3A D2, we're, we're in the right right wheelhouse. Let's talk a little 3A Division 2, Max. We're continuing our regional outlooks, going region by region. Uh, we've already gone through 6A, 5A, D1, 5A, D2, 4A, D1, 4A, D2, 3A, D1. We've arrived at 3A Division 2. We're going to start out west. We're going to start in Region 1. And Region 1 is, in my mind, about two teams for sure and potentially as many as seven. Let's start with the kind of, let's start with one, you know, the, the, the reigning regional champion, which is Canadian. Mm-hmm. Canadian's back. Canadian's going to have a good crop back. Case and Cavalier's back for a senior year. Senior year? Senior year. It's been around forever, so it's like it. it yeah. Uh, and, and Jerry Forrest numbers. Mm-hmm. They sure do. I don't want to give too much away, but they sure do like Canadian. Canadian's going to look good. Yeah. Canadian's going to be back. I mean, when you bring back, when you bring back, uh, you know, six stars in offense, four stars from defense, from a state semifinalist, things are looking pretty good. Okay, there's that. But oh, by the way, two times state semifinalists, right? Because they they have yeah. lost a gunner, yeah. two years in a row. Yeah. Childress is in the mix. Childress um, is a uh, you know a team that Canadian beat in the regional in the regional final. They bring back even more. They bring back seven stars on offense, six stars on defense. Yeah. This is a good Bobcats team out in Childress. That's a team to keep an eye on. Bobcats? Yes. Yeah, I got yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I haven't slept much. <laughs> but then you get into the teams that, and this always seems to happen out west, is there's always one team that just catches fire. And I think there's a lot of candidates. I think Cisco's a candidate. Nine three year ago district champion, uh, they're bringing back a good amount eleven starters total. Colorado City, of course, coming off that fantastic year last year, they bring back a ton, thirteen starters from that team last year, um, and they are uh, a team to to keep an eye on. If you're into the promote, if you want to buy into the promotions, the teams that moved up, Abernathy's suddenly in the mix. Mm-hmm. This is a nine and two team from a year ago that brings back twelve starters. I'm sorry, 14 starters. This is a team to keep an eye on. They're up from 2A Division One. Uh, disappointing first-round loss to Panhandle, but I think that that's only going to fuel them. You could dream on a team like Merkel. Yeah. But the Badgers, uh, 12 starters back from, from last year from a team that, that uh, made a pretty deep playoff. Run. That, that seemed to get better as the season went on. Kind of peaked late. And so if you buy into the momentum, they're in the mix. 
I'd even say a team like Idaloo. Idaloo's a squad that I know they were disappointing last year at 4-7, and seven, but I'll tell you that this is a program with pedigree and it's a program with experience coming back, 14 starters back from last year. So I think in Region 1, I think it's easy to default to Canadian, and I think that if you want to, you are well within your rights. Right. If you want to get just like mildly exotic and be like, oh, yeah, it's not going to be the favorite, but it's the second favorite, mm-hmm. then you go with Childers. Right. If you want to get real wild... The world's your oyster in Region 1 because I think that there's a number of teams that could end up being that team out west that yeah. inevitably we always have out there. So that's 3A Division one, Division 2, Region 1. So now let's duck down to Region 2. And Region 2 has, of course, the big bully. The big bully has become Gunner. Mm-hmm. Gunner is back. Gunner loses a fair amount from last year, okay? Especially of that offense. Just yeah. four starters back. Uh, on on offense, but we know Jake Fazell is going to have his boys ready. We know that they are that, and they've earned that right, making two straight championship games, winning the first one in 2016. We know that they are going to be in the mix. So there's that, but lurking right there, potentially in a regional final, in my opinion, is Lexington. Mm-hmm. Speedy Cooper's back. Add him to the mix up there. Jacoby Cooper is back. They're running back a 3,000-yard rusher from a year ago. There are only two 3,000-yard rushers in the state that are back from last year. No. Uh, Demarway Foster and Speedy Cooper. Yeah. They're going to be in the mix. Now, what do they look like without Walker Hess? That's, to me, the big question about Lexington. Yeah. But inevitably... It's a big loss. It's a big loss. But inevitably, they're going to be in the mix. I think Lexington has got to be considered in the mix as well. Now... If you get past them, you got some real fun teams. Mm-hmm. You got teams like Buffalo, the Bone and Shoot. This is a team that brings back nine starters on offense from an offense that was very hard to stop yeah. last year. A year's worth of seasoning. You got to feel like they're going to be in the mix uh, again. Holiday, Holiday is a squad that was a uh, yeah, that was a thirteen win team a year ago. Uh, they lost a gun. They just had a bad draw and lost a gunner in a regional semifinal. I think they've got to be in the mix as well. If you're looking for some sort of promotion, let's not forget Comanche. Now, Comanche yeah. has a lot of rebuilding to do. Yeah. They've lost a ton. But they're dropping, rather, from 3A Division two or 3A Division one to 3A Division two. And this was a quarterfinalist a year mm-hmm. ago. This is a regional finalist last yeah. year in Region two, Or, I'm sorry, in Division one. So... Yeah. I think they could be in the mix as well. Now, they've got a lot of questions to answer offensively. Yeah. A lot of questions. But if they're able to answer those, then I think that they've got a shot to make some noise. Overall, though, look, I think it's I think it's Gunner and Lexington with a chance of a Buffalo upset. Right. Those are, to me, the teams to watch. And if we can, you know, there could be teams that are maybe in the mix that, that we don't see coming. Maybe a team like Jacksboro, maybe a team like Edgewood. But for now, it's got to go through Gunner and Lexington. And yeah. if you are going to say, I want to, you know, you are the, you're going to win the Region 2 in 3A Division 2, you're going to have to, I'm going to have to, my question is going to be, cool, how are you going to beat Gunner and or Lexington? Right. Because you're going to have to beat at least one, if probably both. both. Yeah. That's our regional outlook. We'll continue on tomorrow with a finishing out 3A Division 2 tomorrow. How's your uh, headset doing over there, Greg? Not great, Bob. <laughs> 
We so, are Texas Football Today. We're here. Well, I'm week- not continuing the show if we're not sure we you can Texas hear. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage. High school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. This is what I'm doing, guys. I'm not, like, we're not, I'm not above this. Um... Playing with my headset, trying to get it so that we can listen to Coach Kincaid. Playing with wires over here. Yeah. Oh, what? There we go. I'm not going to move. I You're not going to move. I can hear. Are you sure? I can hear. I'm not going to move. Okay. TexasFootball.com slash insiders, where you can come. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. If I am frozen for a while, it's because I can actually hear. We're about to get a new studio, and so when we do, we're going to get fancy new headphones that won't um, cost this, but. TexasFootball.com slash insiders where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, you get two magazines, including the 2018 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. That's the uh, the Bible of Texas Football, the one we're working on right now, the reason we're losing sleep. <clears throat> Please make it so that our death is not in vain. TexasFootball.com slash insider. You also get the recruiting edition, the 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. That will come out around Thanksgiving. You will also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer projections of every Texas high school football team, or game, rather, computer rankings of every Texas high school football game, all sorts of fun stuff. You get that at TexasFootball.com slash insider. You're asking, what's the price point, Greg? Well, the price point is $19.95. $19.95 for an entire year. It makes a great gift as well. $19.95 for a year's worth of football. Give the gift of football this holiday season. It's texasfootball.com slash insider. If you have a birthday coming up, Father's Day's coming up. <clears throat> if your dad is like my dad, your dad likes football. But I work here, so I can just get my dad a magazine. You don't work here. So check out texasfootball.com slash insider and get your father the gift of football for Father's Day. It's texasfootball.com slash insider. Max, let's go to the hotline. And let's go out to East Texas, where we are going to catch up with a guy who I just saw just last week. He's the head coach of the Winona Wildcats. We're joined by Coach Keelan Kincaid. Coach, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Excellent. How are things in beautiful Winona, Texas? Uh, it's a little hot outside. We just got off the field and got some good defensive work in. But as uh, long as we keep hydrated, we'll be all right. Uh, you know, you're a guy who's who's been there four years. Now you're entering your fifth season there. Uh, at the helm of the, of the Wildcats. I'm really interested to see um, how you would kind of compare this spring to past springs. I know the coaches, uh, you know, you get a feel for what spring should look like. Overall, how would you assess what you've seen so far this spring? I believe this is the best spring we've had. Um, we got the kids uh, well ahead of our schedule. Um, in the past, we we're we we're probably a good three weeks ahead of where we're at. Uh, and I think the kids are learning. They're loving what they're doing. They're running around, uh, getting stuff down, playing, playing fast and free and not having to worry about stuff. And uh, we'll go another week and wrap it up, and I think that'll give us a good foundation to start the season off. Um, you guys last year, uh, kind of, a, you guys have been a bit of a roller coaster the past three years, 5-5. Five and five. Uh, back in 2015, of course, that breakout year where you guys ran all the way uh, to a regional final in 2016. And then last year, kind of falling back to 2000 uh, to four and seven. Although you gave New Diana everything they could <laughs> yeah. handle in that first round of uh, playoffs. Um, overall, you know, I know that you're looking for program consistency. Um, you know, it's been a little bit up and down. How do you establish kind of 
uh, that expectation and that uh, of consistency, that expectation of excellence out there in Winona? Uh, we start with our common core values, and we uh, let our, I let my coaches know that, and we let I let my kids know that uh, the standard is the standard, and uh, we're going to live by our core values. We're going to live by our integ- with our integrity and w- how hard we're going to work. Um, one of our main mottos is uh, win forever. That means winning on the field, the classroom, and at home, not getting in trouble. Um, I think those values that we try to instill in them, that's going to help us be more consistent. Um, I, we've had two winning seasons here and uh, two losing when, when three playoff bursts. So uh, we're looking to do the same and, and even get better. Um, I think being that I've been here and had the middle school co- middle school kids, they actually uh doing pre-athletics now. So the future will be even better than the past. You know, Coach, one of the things that, that when you take a look back at 2017, one thing that really strikes me is how many close games you guys played. Uh, you know, you guys yeah. are a one-point win over Alto, you know, a one-possession loss to, to Elysian Fields, uh, you know, a, a, a one-possession loss to Gladewater Sabine, uh, you know, a one-possession win over Alba Golden, and then, of course, uh, that, that very tight five-point loss to New Diana in the first round of the playoffs. Um, is that something, is, is there something you can teach uh, about that, uh, about finishing games, uh, knowing full well that, you know, it is so competitive in that part of the state, you're going to be playing in close games. Is that something you can teach as far as being able to to close out close games? Yeah, you can. And most of it comes with experience and kids being in, in those situations and it actually stinging them to lose that tight of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting the year out, we lost eight kids before the first game. And so we was plug and play. We beat Alto with 18 kids. We A lot of our wins came with 18 to 21 kids just grinding it out, playing Ironman football after losing those eight kids. Six of them were two-way starters. So um, I think this year we won't have any big surprises. We're going to have who we have, and we're going to coach them up. And I think this, this year will be better than next. I'm almost certain of that. We're looking. We're talking to Keelan Kincaid, the head coach of the Wyoming Wildcats, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Coach, looking forward to 2018. Um, you know, you guys bring back a ton of experience. 15 starters uh, total. Uh, you guys are. Uh, you know, uh, you guys lost just seven lettermen uh, from our uh, from your squad last year. How do you think that this team, this 2018 team, is going to be different from the 2017 team? Well, I, I think that they're. Um... We have it's kind of an in between of we got young kids that seen what happened last year. They don't want to go through the roller coaster year, and those older guys that we have left, they're like, "There's no way we're gonna we're gonna wheel our way and grind our way into having a successful season." Um, those kids seeing that, those kids uh, buying in every day after school. Um, we're having a great average of kids after school every day. In the past, we might have a handful here and there. This year has been over half of our team in the weight room after school, not running off to work, not running off to get on Fortnite or whatever it might be. <laughs> it's a lot more dedication going on. Uh, one guy that I know is is dedicated probably because um, cause dad makes him uh, dedicated <laughs> is, uh, is your, your son, Keelan Kincaid Jr. Uh, this is a kid who uh, – 
Uh, you know, I want to let you brag on him, but this was a guy who, who fifteen hundred all purpose yards a year ago, a star on defense, kind of does it all. Returns kicks, he stirs the Gatorade. Uh, I, 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 a couple, <laughs> I mean, I guess a couple questions. One, um, one is where are you going to use him? Because it seems like he's got such a, a wide skill set that that the biggest challenge for you is finding out how to how to deploy him and and secondly uh what is it like to be out there you know coaching uh, coaching your son um we're going to use him like we've always have um put him in different positions to make plays for us he'll he'll start off at receiver and safety we'll move him around slot outside trips um throwing screens we'll throw him the ball hand him the ball um and on defense he'll play safety where he's one of our best tacklers and um I mean he can run so he can cover a lot of space for us and that'll that'll help us out. We we had decent safety play last year but we needed upgrades so we moved him back there. Um having coaching my son it it's been a, a transition. It it's been it's been give and take and learning how how tough I need to be on him how how much I need to allow, how much room I need to allow him to grow and uh sitting back studying and observing him as he matured from a freshman up into a senior is is just different approaches and it's kind of a a different ordeal every day because I got to be dad and I got to be coach so it's a fine line between that and I I think we've come to a point where We've got it pretty much figured out. Uh, fun, you know, Coach. Uh, uh, you got a, a ton of talent out there in um, in Winona, but you guys are going to be up against a, a pretty tough district. Um, you guys are going to be challenged week in and week out by this um, uh, by by what's uh, what's been a pretty but what looks like a pretty tough district. I'm really interested. You know, you, you take a look at District 10 3A uh, Division Two. You're in there with Harmony. Uh, you're in there with ARP Troop. Um, you know, even Grand Celine and Alba Golden are, are certainly capable of big years. Um, overall, when you take a look at the district that you're up against, what are you seeing? I'm seeing uh, what you just explained, uh, just traditionally rough and, and stout teams that going to be where they're supposed to be and when they're supposed to be. They're, they're well-coached, uh, good athletes, um, some winning tradition there. Um, I, myself, I'm going to enjoy it because – each week is, I mean, it's somebody we've played before. The kids, I believe they're enjoyed as well because they've either played these teams in football, basketball, or track. So it's kind of renewing some rivalries, and I think these games will be even more fun than uh, our last district where we were playing a whole bunch of new people. And uh, you get to see some familiar faces and familiar foes, and our kids are already excited about it, and, that makes me excited as well. Uh, and and finally, Coach, uh, you know, uh, folks may remember your name from your from your days at, at SMU. You were a star running back there. Uh, you're from that part of the world. You're you're, you're from the uh, troop. Um, yeah. And you know, you had to run with the Cowboys. Uh, you you you, yeah. you bounce around the NFL a little bit. But more importantly, <laughs> I think you're the first guest we've ever had that played in NFL Europe. And so I want to ask you about your year at the Cologne Centurions yep. uh, in 2005. Um, I mean, when you look back on, on that, what, what are your memories of, of playing as, as uh, the RIP NFL Europe uh, the, uh, the, with, the, with the Centurions? 
It was um <laughs> I, I, it it was it was a grind, it was it was humbling, it was a cultural shock, it was different from going from the top of the ladder in the NFL and going to Europe, you having to play in soccer stadiums. But I enjoyed my time there. We had good coaches, we had good people on the team. Uh we enjoyed it. We had we ended up with tied for the best record and I ended up having the uh the uh, touchdown record for the team, and uh, my best friend, one of my best friends now, uh, he had the rushing record for the team, and uh, we had a great time. And uh, I, I, I enjoy and I appreciate that opportunity going to see the world a little bit while playing football. Those folks over there, they, they love sports, so mm-hmm. they came out and supported us. Um, funny thing is, they are allowed to have whistles in the stadium, so. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine hundreds or thousands of whistles going off at once when you, when a good play happens. So it was a couple false starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I will. I will. Say, I will say from East Texas to Germany and then back to East Texas. He's the head coach of the Winona Wildcats. It's Coach Keelan Kincaid. Coach, really appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations uh, on you on a, a great 2017. Best luck in this off season and down the road. I appreciate it. There he goes, Keelan Kincaid, head coach. Why not the Wildcats? I've, I've never, I've, I think he's. I, I'm sure I've talked to somebody who's played in NFL Europe, mm-hmm. but like, that just seems like because NFL Europe kind of, you know, it just disappeared basically. Right. Like they, it, it folded, uh, but it always fascinated me. Sure. Like clearly, that was like, I feel like NFL Europe would work better now. Now that the NFL is trying to become more of a global brand. But um, but Keelan Kincaid was a star at, at, at SMU, um, you know, before going in. He was undrafted free agent by the Giants. Then he bounced around. He did play it, get in a game for the Cowboys in 2006. Uh, but uh, now uh, now back home in East Texas coaching Winona uh, and, and coaching his kid, which is really, really cool that he's out there and his kid's a stud. Mm-hmm. Kid is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. juniors. Junior, uh, I hope he's still not still watching, but junior might be better than senior. Oh man, he's, he's a stud. He's Watch really, out. really good. So appreciate Coach Keelan Kincaid hopping on with us. Uh, and now we go to Max for the award-winning segment. Final thoughts. Lots of good stuff from the crew today. Uh, <coughs> oh my Christian Baruman asks, "Will a panhandle team win state this year?" I'll tell you if it's going to be a, t- a team that's going to do it. It's going to be Canadian. Uh, Canadians in the mix. Yeah. yeah. Corey Hogue says, "Cologne, beautiful <gasps> city. You've been to Germany, but you have not been to Didn't Cologne. Go to Cologne, right? Didn't okay. go to Cologne. Well, now Cologne's we know. Down in Bavaria, is that right?" I honestly don't. I feel like it's up north, closer to like Switzerland and all that. But I, I have no Dear idea. Dear Internet. And by the time they reply to this, we'll probably be off the air. But because the show lags, Cologne but, uh, is on the Rhine, so good yeah. start. Yeah, it's near Leverkusen. Yeah, so it's yeah north. It's yeah. just south of Dusseldorf. There you between go. Between Dusseldorf and Bonn. Yeah. All right. Um, so now you know. Yes. Now I know. Uh, okay. That's where he he yeah. played. Interesting. Matt McSpadden says his mom thanked him for not getting her a Dave Campbell's insider subscription for Mother's Day. Robert Wolf echoed that her his did as well, which is funny. Wait, didn't? Didn't. Yeah. Come on. Uh Samuel DeLeon says you should invest in an espresso at your at your home. I agree. I have one. You're, you're, fantastic. On, team, you're on team espresso, but yeah. um I can't drink a lot of coffee anymore. Yeah. So, I, the, yeah you, the little espressos are perfect. Like, because it's just not as much rip acid. Up, rip up your guts. Yeah, um, it's, it's all yeah, right. but you guys got to remember that um, I'm poor. Oh, but you're you got enough money to freaking drive over to Starbucks where you get overcharged for a cup of coffee. Yeah, but at least I know it's going to keep me up. Ah, oh, give me a break. 
Give me a break. That's it. I'm, I'm done. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Max and I are going to go fight. Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please give me your Player of the Year trophy. Here it is. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank <laughs> you.